Hello, podcast. How's it hanging? How's it going? How's your day been? My day's been long. It's midnight, and I'm just filming my podcast now because I don't have good time management, and I didn't have time to film it earlier because I was busy all day celebrating Christmas, basically celebrating Christmas earlier. So today's podcast episode is going to be something very fun because... I finally sat down and planned and organized the episode in a structural way where it makes sense. Okay? But the last episode, it was so all over the place that it didn't make sense. And it was it was too much. But I want to say that I'm glad you've returned for a second episode. I'm really happy you're here. Um, I feel like I have a bit more experience now in podcasting. So it should hopefully at least be a little bit better. A few things I want to address before we get into the full episode is where you can watch the podcast. So, very fun news. I was able to put the podcast on, obviously, YouTube. So, if you're on YouTube, you're able to watch me because I know for me, I need a video. I can't just listen to audio. Um, And then if you're not on YouTube and you don't want to watch it, I am on Spotify. So, that's so fun. If you listen to it on Spotify, make sure you give me five stars. Need the clout. Thank you. Um, and you can also listen to it on Amazon Music. And if you click my link tree in almost all my bios on different things, you can also see where else the podcast is. You can also listen to it on, like, the website called RSS. So, like, there's lots of different ways for you to watch and listen to it. But, of course, the main places to watch it is for video, of course, YouTube. And then for audio, it was Spotify. Um... Also, I'm so sorry the first episode was so messy. I promise this one will be better. I'm also trying to make it not as long because I don't know about y'all, but I can't focus for that long. So, yeah. I apologize in advance if you are an audio-only listener, as I may speak about things you cannot see. As I, like I said, I'm also filming the video part of this. So, for anyone who's like me and needs something to watch, here it is. However, if you ever get confused on what I'm talking about, in the audio because you can't see the video i do apologize or you can just watch it on youtube or listen to it on spotify and then go watch it on youtube do a little bit of both so um, update guys i have a webcam now so i was able to plug in this little camera into my computer to where it'll film it on my computer but film it on the camera over here so that way i'm able to get a much better angle hopefully better camera quality and overall it's a lot better so if you ever see me like again youtube only listeners if you ever see me looking this way because that's where my computer is but i want to address some of the elephants in the room first at least for visually um if you're watching you can see that i have fucking disease on my lip i have a cold sore i hate cold sores as much and i get them so often because i get them whenever i get stressed out and i'm obviously always stressed out and i had a very stressful conversation on thursday about my future and my life and today's saturday so yesterday of course i woke up with a cold sore i tried treating it i have medication for it i also have cream for it didn't go away so now i'm suffering with it i honestly don't think it's that bad but for me it's so noticeable so if you do notice it you're not allowed to say anything because it'll hurt my feelings but if you don't notice it then that's really good and second um why i'm wearing all black i'm in mourning i'm mourning i'm grieving i'm mourning the loss of the love of my life Let's all take a couple seconds of silence for my loss. He didn't die. He just got a girlfriend. Yep. Yep. Which is almost kind of worse. 
not that he really knows I exist, um, so I don't know if I have the right to be upset, but I do feel like the other woman, as I've been in love with him for years, and actually, not even just in love, obsessed with him for years, and now he's a girlfriend, and I'm pissed, absolutely pissed, I'm grieving the loss, Taylor Swift accurately describes how I feel about the whole situation, as I literally turned pathetic around him, so I cannot blame him at all for getting a girlfriend, so the song gorge by taylor swift really can accurately describe that um love my life like a distant celebrity is off the market i don't know how i can cope so i've been in mourning and i've been grieving the loss ever since i found out and that's why i'm wearing all black because this is my funeral not my personal funeral my heart's funeral and i'm really upset about it but it's like my favorite celebrity got a girlfriend so the next section of this podcast is my own personal headlines. So I'm actually directly stealing this from the BFF pods and I don't even really care. But here's my own personal headlines that I did want to cover. First and foremost, killing myself. Um, I tried to pre-register to get Taylor Swift tickets for the States near the Canadian border and didn't get that. So I guess I'm mourning that also. My only hope was Canada now. But also, speaking of Taylor Swift, what the hell was that Ticketmaster fiasco? I saw online that the pre-sale tickets, like the codes for it, was only supposed to be 1.5 million people got them. How the hell did Ticketmaster get 14.3 million people? How did that happen? And now no one got tickets, really. And apparently a lot of them are bots, too. I saw online that it was like 90-something percent of them were re- being resold for way much, way more. And it's just, it's so sad. Because I know that Taylor was so upset about it. And, like, her post about it afterwards, you can tell that, obviously, it bothered her. Because she doesn't want us to be sad and mad. And, like, obviously, it sucks for her, too, as an artist, knowing that, like, Ticketmaster completely, like, screwed your thing over. So I do feel really bad for her on that aspect. Oh, my God. I just saw a coyote or fox and now i'm really scared oh my god if you know me you know i live in a neighborhood where there's coyotes coyote kai wolves whatever the fuck they're called coyotes and wolves mixture er everywhere they literally came up to our door i'm gonna insert a picture right now and you can see on my be real is of a fucking kai wolf coyote wolf however the hell you say it outside my house and i just saw one run past and now i'm scared it's literally midnight and i still have to walk into my house after this that's it apparently you guys will be soon mourning the loss of something too but instead it'll be the loss of me because the coyote wolf is gonna kill me anyways um that was terrifying oh my god i'm gonna not be able to think about anything else but that but yeah, take a mask to get that shit together. And I hope for Canada when she does release candidates, which I hope she does, that she really gets Ticketmaster or she picks a different company. Or they just get their act together. I don't really know. I just need tickets. Oh, that's all I know. Second of all, speaking of Taylor Swift, I did not know that Dylan O'Brien's original band had kicked him out because he got like super busy and popular with Teen Wolf. So my heart got really happy that he was able to at least play the drums on snow on the beach on taylor's new album with lana and i feel like that healed his inner child a little bit and i really do i do i love that for him speaking of snow on the beach where the hell was lana's verse tell me why it's it featuring lana and it just sounded like a choir of taylor and lana together i wanted lana to have her own verse and that's what i expected and i did hear her like a very very tiny bit on her own but it still wasn't enough for i think to even be considered a feature because you could have gotten that from like joe down the street to feature on your song if he just sings in the background of you so i didn't really love that i love the podcast and i've been really like planning it and like trying to get my shit together for it because 
if you know this about me if you didn't know this about me it's fine because now you know i always wanted to be a talk show host so i feel like i'm halfway there and i'm for a talk show host except i'm literally only talking to myself so i'm only really talking to myself but that's okay i guess also i'm so sorry i if you're watching me right now on youtube you know i'm looking around constantly i'm so spooked right now i saw that little wolf running around was not a little wolf either i saw a wolf running around and now i'm spooked like i my hand keeps like reflecting in like the car outside and it makes me think that there's like something crawling outside my car and i'm really afraid how the hell am i supposed to now edit after i film this get out of my car and walk to my house i'm gonna oh my god i'm literally so spooked like i don't know if i can do this guys i literally don't like i'm terrified right now what if the wolf comes out of nowhere and it's like attacks me what am i gonna do i can't fight a wolf okay so the next topic for the podcast is a am i the asshole situation but said this is a personal situation for me to, i want you to know if i'm the asshole or not so there's a girl i know we've been friends for a few years now and we were really close when we first met and kind of like drifted apart only a because of covid and because we were no longer in class together so it like really kept us like close um but we haven't seen each other in a very long time like probably since like 2019 i think that was when last time and but she's great she was so funny and we got along really really well however until she started dating her boyfriend she and i have been talking about this we were talking with this man when we first met in 2018 i think it was and we're talking about him and then she's telling me how she was they had been talking and he had broke her heart and she was all upset about him and i was like that's so weird because i actually know this man i've known this man since i was like two and this man has been an asshole his entire life he's been a bully openly racist homophobic like one of the worst kinds of people he can be he bullied people his entire life harassed my friend who was black for years and just overall awful human being when she and i met she also shared with me how terrible he was and all the bad things he had done to her and i thought we were on the same page that he's a bad guy but now they are dating and i feel bad in a sense because she's been actively trying to become my friend and asking me to hang out a lot etc and i want to be like girl bffr are you joking like i told you how your current boyfriend bullied me and my childhood best friend for years and the horrible ideas he actually believes in like the like being racist and homophobic and i think you are great and i would have been your friend but i don't know how i can be your friend when a i don't ever want to be around that nastiness you call a boyfriend and all these years later how can you how can you how can you date someone like that like how can you date someone that has this that those kind of idealisms like imagine someone in this day and age being homophobic or transphobic or racist and you being able to date them because you don't see a problem with that like ugh, oh my god like and i don't want to be mean and i don't like confrontation but i'm just like girl i cannot be friends with you it's interesting me out to think about because she recently texted me the other day and asked me to hang out and i had to be like no sorry i can't oh my god a car is literally pulling up and i feel oh my god so embarrassed they just drove past and i have all my lights on there's really nothing i can do to hide i have a fucking microphone set up on my thing so it's not like they're guessing what i'm doing oh my god i'm mortified they drove past to see what i was doing i knew they would i need to pick a better spot i'm literally in a i'm, I'm in a busy part why am i doing this to myself traumatized anyways okay they left um but yeah it's interesting me to think about but because she's been so nice to me but she's like dating that gremlin of a boyfriend i just need to know am i the asshole please tell me honestly do you think i'm the asshole in that situation i don't but i need to know what the general census is oh my god there's another car coming
What if I just film the entire podcast in the dark? Have you guys ever seen Community? Where it goes, like, they do the Troy Nobbit in the morning. And it has, like, different, um, like, things they had on, like, Troy Nobbit. It's on stop motion. I'm going to do that except just Caitlin in the dark at night. Okay, so the three main topics for this pod is going to be ADHD, especially in women, female friendships, and being in your 20s. So before we get started, I thought I should do a proper introduction on why I'm qualified to talk about these topics. Hi, my name is Caitlin, and I am an expert on everything. Thank you. So now that you know that, let's get into ADHD. So I've had ADHD my entire life, and as a kid, my bio mom had had got me diagnosed with ADHD and OCD, and then never checked back in on it, ever. Yeah, so my entire life, I obviously struggled with it, and never really understood why my brain worked the way that it did until my bio mom shared this info with me literally at 18 and then from there it snowballed i did research i diagnosed myself which i know you're not supposed to do but i was desperate and then i was like okay obviously cannot self-diagnose so i scheduled an online doctor appointment and i spoke to them it was a girl the first two doctors i spoke to were women and they were both awful they undermined everything i was saying and told i like i didn't have anything wrong with me girl i never said anything wrong with me i just needed help with things that i currently have going on um and that i'm just a girl that has a lot of trauma so that's why i think like that and i was like bffr and you broke my heart because when it then had me asking what was wrong with me then if it wasn't adhd and it wasn't ocd then why is my brain working the way that it was like obviously then it means something else is wrong with me nothing was i just had bad doctors so i found another online doctor and this time it was a man and weirdly enough weirdly enough for a man he was great i was expecting men doctors to act the way women did and the fact that adhd is so stigmatized to revolve around boys only but f that um this man diagnosed me with adhd but then said that's all he could do because he couldn't monitor me on adhd meds or anything like that so if i wanted meds which he recommended i need to go to a different doctor so i spoke to another online slash over the phone doctor who again diagnosed me with adhd and had initially said they could prescribe me medication but because i was on another type of medication they can't just give me the meds and not like follow up and check back in on it so then i finally got a family doctor and restarted the process i got another my third i guess i guess fourth from when i was a kid diagnosis i started medication that i've gradually been adjusting as time goes on and it has helped a lot i just don't think it's as good as i don't think it gets as good as i can get but it's i'm trying to fix that because i have follow-up appointments with my doctor commonly and even right now it is literally 12 15 at night and i took these medications really early in the morning so now um i don't feel as much anymore because i'm only supposed to really last 12 hours and i feel like i'm like and i'm like rambling on i'm talking really fast and that's because the medication's kind of like worn out which is like sorry about it but nothing i can do now um but yeah i just thought that was so sad that two different women completely shut me down when i brought my concerns to them because they were so deep in the stigma the adhd is like a boy's thing and because i was an overly and exaggerately hyper even after i explained to them that i was i was as a kid my bio mom being my crazy bio mom literally taught me very quickly by extreme acts of violence that i was never allowed to step out of line even if it was as simple as wanting to be an excited kid about something which was so stupid i hate that the stigma around women being properly diagnosed with adhd is so bad this is not just a man's problem this is like an everyone's problem however i will say finally being diagnosed has given me such a green light to understanding myself better and what works for me and i once saw a tiktok that said the way to be productive be productive with adhd is to turn it into a game hear me out before you're like caitlin that sounds stupid hear me out listen to me 
and then because it's never been truer so this is what i've what's this is what i've done to kind of help wrap it around my brain is i have a weekly to-do list that i plan out what i want to do on each day with a daily task of list to complete either taken from my google cal um, for like appointments and important events stuff like that to every month i make a monthly to-do list so at the beginning of every month i write a list of things that i need to get done that month and it can be as simple as to like cleaning my car giving my dog a bath sorting through my clothes to like switch over from summer to winter like things like that i know i need to get done but if i don't write down i'll forget about it so i do a few things each day from that list or I spread, like, there's some thing, tasks that are really large, so I spread them across a couple of days. Like, I just redid the highlights on my business account with ZX by Kate. So, I, that took me, I think, like, three or four days to complete. So, I had a couple of days like that. Um, so, yeah, I make a monthly to-do list, and then I do a few things each day from it while also reminding me of things I want to do every day. So, then I have, um, like, I planned out what days I go to the gym compared to when I take my dog for a long walk, stuff like that. And then with that, I also have an app that tracks my habits. So, every morning, I have a to-do list of things to remember to do because, for me, I can get overwhelmed very easily and shut down so much I forget anything I've ever had to do and start slacking. It's also a nice way to know I did. I did it because I can be extremely forgetful and have to lock my car like a million times or when I leave my storage unit I would text Haley but just let you know I have to lock my storage unit or else I will literally forget and my OC triggers that and then I have to go back and check. So I write down everything from wanting to charge my iPad pencil once a week to doing laundry once a week to even taking my meds and making my bed every day. And this helps me make, helps me stay accountable it makes it fun because i want to check it off so badly like i love checking my to-do list off every day and on my ipad i highlight to say that it's done i love doing that and when i can't do it, it makes me so sad so it makes me like more productive i also plan out my daily routine to the t of like getting dressed doing hair feeding my pets etc etc so that way it also becomes like fun for me and i get to check something off and ensure and i ensure i never forget the little things to do if it's a, and it's a great way to attempt to organize my brain like i even literally put like making sure i put on my moisturizer because there's some days where i get so overwhelmed in the morning i forget to put it on and then like it's just good to know like what i have done because again like i said i'm very forgetful to where i could literally do it and then five if i don't check it off five minutes later i'm like did i even do it so like it's just not good overall so i need this little game um so yeah that's really helped with my adhd i love that and now that i've rambled and ranted on about that actually again that is literally thanks to my adhd let me get started with female friendships Growing up, I would say I had a pretty healthy balance of girl slash guy friends, but I ne- but I constantly moved around, so I never got to like keep any good friends until sixth grade. I became best friends with a girl for years. We were inseparable. She was my best friend for five years, and we had a blowout in high school, and we stopped being friends, and that hurt me so badly because we were so close. From there, I felt like I had a hard time making genuine good friendships. I had a few friends I hung out with and whatever, but we weren't best friends i was still so hurt for my best friend of five years but i had one guy friend and he was my best friend at the time and we met when i was in ninth grade and we became best friends and so close i was the first person he ever came out to he knew all my family drama he came to family events and we were so we were like we were just really really close but we were so young and deaf both made mistakes and we had a falling out and i was like am i the problem am i the drama i don't think i'm the drama so and I wasn't. I honestly really wasn't. I was just putting in too much effort into shitty friendships. Point blank, period. But during the last few months of me and this guy being best friends, I became friends with my friends now, Haley and Johnny. 
Of course, I had a few other friends that were my actual friends, but it wasn't a best friend. I became close with Johnny and Haley, and eventually Johnny introduced us to his high school guy group. So I went from someone who was friends with 99% girls for years, like best friends, to becoming best friends with Johnny and his five high school guy friends while Haley started dating one of them, Noah. And that was a really weird transition. Like, I think I capitalized on it or tried to when I was like 16 or 17 of being like, I love our group of just the two groups or two girls and all the guys. Like, there's no drama. Like, this is how it should be. But then it kind of gets lonely. Like, you know, like it gets like, I don't know. Like, Haley was always with Noah and I found myself just with the other guys. And that was completely fine because they were my best friends too. But I can't talk to them about the girly stuff I would talk to like Haley about. So. I actually have to shout out my guy friends to for temporarily being my girlfriends when I needed them because I cannot count how many times they've gone shopping with me or let me talk about guys maybe a little bit too much while also being the best like guy friends I've ever had um and it was a weird time for me for sure but I knew I wanted more girlfriends over years I have accumulated I say this as a, like a fucking like a Pokemon catcher gotta catch them all um so now I would say I probably have like 60% guy f- girlfriends, 40% guy friends, and genuine female friendship is crazy because it is one of the best things you can have in your 20s, especially. In your teens, I feel like there's so much gossip and cattiness with girls that it can build that unhealthy expectation of what friendship with girls looks like. And after going through that and then having guy friends, which again, I love. This is nothing about having guy friends. I'll talk more about that another time. But guy friends are so important. And if you don't have genuine male friendships that are purely platonic you are very dearly missing out but female friendships that you know are genuine when you are in the time of your most growth which is like i would say is your 20s is so important it can really make or break for the rest of your life in my opinion when you know you have that love and support from women around you which you which can relate to you on things that is truly just a girl's thing to relate to it kind of fills you with warmth and happiness oh my god i sound like a fucking hallmark movie um like i just have so many good girlfriends and i love our like little lunches or getting ready together or being able to do like the fake flirting thing like um like like it makes me laugh so much like especially like my friend liberty does this a lot or like oh like i like your sweater and she's like thanks you want to kiss like i just think that's so like like those kind of things are so funny and that's something you truly can only do like with your girlfriends because then it kind of like gets weird you should do it with your guy friends um i don't know (laughs) but like being touchy with each other in the sense of like we can give like we're allowed to be so much more affectionate with each other in hugs or dancing or whatever that you can with anyone else like that shit changes your life like if i didn't have like a best girlfriend that like Haley, who every single time we saw there would be like give each other hugs that like opens so much more doors for me in a sense to where it's like i used to not like hugs as much because i never got them as a child but like having like shit like that kind of like changes your like changes the way you look out look look out to things that changes your perspective of things so now i love hugs and like stuff like that so like it just it truly does change your life in like the smallest ways that you wouldn't even notice till like you point them out and be like oh what the hell okay um and yeah definitely genuinely changes your life i learned this around my birthday this year um for an example and when i felt like the world was literally falling apart i know i'm dramatic but my girlfriend stepped up to handle that shit for me to make sure i didn't have to worry and that meant so much to me because i'm constantly the planner for everything and for everyone else and i was just like so like i don't know what the fuck to do now like holy fuck 
And these girls stepped the fuck up. They said, actually, don't you worry about it. We're going to handle this. And that meant so much to me. Um, and women just honestly love differently than men. And not that it's a better kind of love. It's just a different way. And after never really having a good, genuine female friendship for many years, it was refreshing. And I have never felt happier to not only have the best girlfriends, but also the best guy friends. My guy best friends have seen me at my worst, at my best, and everything in between. And have to put up with me falling in love so many times um with other men knowing i was gonna get screwed over but not knowing how else to handle it so and they helped me move i think like three times like there's driving me places because i get scared just knowing i get scared in general in public um watching me sob too many times that i think i got them normalized to be around girls that are crying and just like so much more i love them all so much and wouldn't trade them for anything but again girls and guys just love very very differently my girlfriends tell me they love me because it's easy for them to do so it's easy for them to communicate their feelings guys have a harder time saying i love you in any context but they show it like they show it much easier for them to show it than say it i've never seen someone get as mad about how get as mad about how i've been treated than the guy friends i have i owe them i owe a lot to them and friends change your life surround yourself with good people and make sure you have people around you that make you feel good about yourself or else you're gonna live a very very miserable life and no one deserves to live a miserable life you deserve to have a really really good life and i have so much love for all my friends and i have a family within these friends and there's not one person that i am close with that i couldn't call if i was ever in need like we're like it's just very close like knit like family like fast and furious family um they're the best again not saying girlfriends are better than guy friends it's just essential to have both to have that nice balance in your life i love all my friends so much and that's why i try to be such a good friend to everyone around me and put my entire being into these friendships constantly overwhelmed with the love i feel every day and i'm sure i overwhelm everyone with mine so it's a nice balance and i'm sure honestly i annoy them a lot because of how much i tell them i love them it's just it's definitely more than like the average person so i'm sure that honestly gets annoying but whatever okay now that i've been a sappy ass for so long let's move on let's talk about being in your 20s and this kind of goes hand in hand with like your friendships mentoring like you have good genuine people around you but i recently heard a quote that says don't treat your 20s like a waiting room your 20s is a dressing room and you cannot sit around and waste this time and expect good things to happen and the way i interpret that is not even just work your ass off to be successful but to find out who the hell you are because the best thing you can do for yourself is know who you are and what kind of person you want to become and where you like you currently sit for that position you cannot go through life without change and when you're in your 20s this is the time to mess up or and or not know what you're doing with your life because this is the time to figure all that out so don't stress about it you have the rest of your life to stress out but in your 20s take the time to get you know yourself as happy as i don't say as sappy as that does sound get to know who you are before you worry about other things like that that can kind of wait that can't wait if you mess that up now you're gonna be messed up for life i found so much comfort in finding out and remembering all that the friends tv show characters in the first season were in their mid to late 20s like are you kidding me before i thought like these people around my age like 20 21 like 22 and then i saw something that was like no i think the youngest one in the first season was 25 and they did not have their life figured out at least 70 percent of that group did not have their life figured out and it took late to later seasons for them to become stable in their life and not saying everyone's life will turn out like that but it just shows that there shouldn't be expectations for you to know everything by 22 it is not realistic it's not normal and it doesn't need to happen 
Like, you'll never be as young and free as you are in your 20s, so this is the time to mess around and not know what you're doing and just have fun and figure it out as you go. And it makes me so sad when people don't understand this as, yes, that this is the time to figure it out and set your life up for the future. This is also the time to have fun. You never want to be that 40-year-old in the club. So get, I'll get all that out now. You're young. You can definitely go to school, work to work every day, and still shake some ass on a Friday night. Like, BFFR. Like, what are we... What are you waiting for? Have fun. But maybe I'm not one to judge because I'm actually still learning to not stress out as much about life and at my small age of 21 is still have fun where I can but it's hard and I can't judge obviously because I'm not even there yet but if I think that I can give anyone a piece of advice it would be that is to make sure you're having fun now and you don't want to be that person that regrets it later on um and I can't judge everyone because I'm not there yet but I do think that everyone should aim to be a little bit least stressed out like we aren't 45 with kids guys come on bffr live life live laugh love i want to live by taylor swift's four b's break up break free break through break down speaking of breakdowns my life is falling apart i'm supposed to start school soon and i'm excited but again i feel so weird because i'm at that age where some people genuinely just aren't happy for you to go back to school because they were raised on such the idealisms of getting your life together at such a young age that when i say i'm 21 i'm still figuring it out they're like girl is fucked like and i'm not i'm just trying my best to guess like oh my god i don't know if i just heard the wind being super loud and creating noise or if the wolves are howling anyways i'm gonna try my best I guess it's nice that I'm old enough where I get the judgment, like I said before, but still young enough where they will semi-support it or say whatever you're happy is in words of encouragement. I have family members who actually try to talk me out of going back to school because I can find a better paying career. And yeah, that's true. But I'll be wanting to kill myself every day because it's boring and it's not my passion. And I feel so weird because I compare myself to my friends, but so many people are in school or still or older than me so where they would be year, years ago isn't where they are now so it's fine for me to be this way because my friends like 23 24 like a lot of them are so and they're still figuring their life out so at 21 i feel like i'm fine i'm basing my success off of theirs i guess but yeah 21 is weird being 21 is weird because you're at a really weird transitional age but now for my favorite new segment brain dumps because like i said before i got a lot going on in my brain so the first thing is i need a tape recorder in my car i do even driving home tonight i thought of two really good ideas can tell you what they are now because i didn't record them or write them down because i was driving i get all my best ideas for everything when i'm driving in the car so i can't record on my phone i write it down but then i always forget way too easily so i've been saying it for years i don't know how i don't just buy one of those dinky 20 dollar recorders yet but i need one because i have genius ideas that i forget about and i'm really bad about it but i also started a new job this week uh again in childcare, and i purposely dyed my hair and eyebrows the day before i started and let me tell you why because at my last childcare job a child hurt my feelings so much when he asked me why i didn't have any eyebrows and i did have eyebrows sir i just have really light eyebrows because i have naturally blonde eyebrows and he's like where are your eyebrows and i said that is the rudest thing you could have said to me so now it's scarred me for life and i have to make sure i constantly have eyebrows on because if i don't children will make fun of me lesson learned if you don't have eyebrows children will bully you and i don't want that 
also another part of the brain dump is my car is literally falling apart and i need all new tires because there's a literal small metal pole stuck in my tire and like it's lodged in between my tire like the bumps and grooves and lines whatever the hell that's called and it makes me so mad and my other parts of my car where i'm burning through so much gas and just a pain in the ass why does this keep happening to me another new i guess life update is i've been going to the gym full time and it is so nerve-wracking to go for the first time like i literally sat in my car for 20 minutes beforehand trying to like psych myself up to go and once you're in it's fine but then again after i changed i'm actually like proud to go to the gym and actually go into the gym i did it and like i'm proud of myself for that but it's still really nerve-wracking but what they tell you or what they like no one really talks about as much as when you first start going to the gym you're fucking sore my legs yesterday the way like i did leg day on wednesday and yesterday was friday tell me why yesterday i was sliding around on my feet like i was ice skating at my work because i literally could pick my feet up off the ground or even today i did arms thursday and i was like it hurt like this entire part of my arm hurts like my upper arm kills me another thing i want to talk about is be real Hmm. be real is so popular now and all i have to say is i downloaded it way back when when it first came out and tried to get all my friends to join and they never did so i deleted it but now like all my friends are on it and they suck why couldn't you do this before literally why couldn't we all be on be real three four months ago like you guys are stupid and annoying and speaking of my friends who are stupid and annoying but i obviously love them so much this is a psa for you if you refuse to come on the pod now when I'm poor and a nobody, you will not be invited on my podcast when I'm rich and famous. Support me now, and I'll financially support you then. So watch yourselves. Um, and then also I was thinking, I was like, I feel like even like Noah, I was on the phone with Noah and Haley tonight, and they're like, Noah's a Caitlin. I like this version of you like so much because you're just so much like, I don't care. And I was like, yeah. And then you think about this podcast because I want to start this podcast for so long, but didn't because I was so afraid of what people would say about me, but I truly just don't care anymore. So here i am and being able to change that like is life-changing i was like i don't really care if people think about me at all because i think i'm funny i like myself like things like that so i'm like whatever think what you're gonna think okay i have something really embarrassing to admit and there's a show that i used to watch as a kid and it is so old it has like 30 scenes that has a choke hold on me and then it's dancing with the stars I had like it's so strange to me how much I'm obsessed with the show, but I watch it religiously every Monday night. Monday night is Dancing with the Stars night, so I'm tuning in to see Charlie D'Amelio dance with that thirty year old. Um, just kidding, Mark. I love you. You're not that old, and I really do love your dances. But I love that show. Like I've been watching it all the time. I think it's so great. Um, and I think Charlie deserves to win. So let's see. This is actually going up the day of the finale. So let's see if she wins. Fingers crossed for her hi caitlin from the future coming quickly to interrupt um i just want to give you guys all a very fair warning that the next like i think the last 10 minutes of the podcast is when i really start to feel the tiredness and the tiredness is taking over me and i got bare sleep all week and now it's really starting to take a toll on me because i start rambling and not making any sense so i do apologize for the next little bit because it's going to be a lot of things that don't make sense and you're gonna see me literally start to malfunction so just keep that in mind when i tell these next the last little bit of this pod um it's not my fault i was really really tired but it's very entertaining still so have fun watching and then okay two more things i think i'm getting really tired so i'm gonna have to wrap this up soon i need to go home go bed
But my biggest pet peeve is when people don't leash their dogs and their dogs run up to me and Chase and I or run up to Chase and I and I have to pick up my dog because no. F y'all. F y'all. Leash your dog or have such a strong recall they don't even have the chance to run up to us. No longer saying my dog's unfriendly because no one fucking listens and they still let their dog come up to me and it's a big deal and I have to pick up Chase and it's just like it's annoying, I don't want to deal with that. So I'm no longer saying Chase's unfriendly. I'm gonna start saying I'm unfriendly and start barking at them like a dog until they walk away and wondering how long they will stand there and let me bark at them before they walk away. They don't wanna see me bark they don't and like i said okay so if you're a returning viewer of my last episode you heard me say that i'm a movie buff and that has been proven true because i recently watched the movie ladybird with timish chalamet and i can't remember her name um but they're in a little she's a little woman yeah and i loved it i loved it the scene like her relationship with her mother felt that um but also speaking of something that kind of reminds me of ladybird you're on your own kid was written for myself but also ladybird so i want to have stuff you're on your own kid about me about ladybird about other people that have messed relationships with their mom um but spoiler but when she sat there crying saying give me a number for everything i owe you so when i'm rich i can pay you off and i have to talk to you again i felt that my mother used to hang basic needs over my head like i had to make sure i had to make you feel used to hang basic needs over my head being like i had to make you dinner tonight so like you owe me like girl bffr yes i'm six you're my mom that's the least you could do um like i don't like none of this makes sense to me honestly truly and i'm so tired i feel like i'm messing up all my words and slurring my words so i do apologize if if i'm speaking in cursive i'm fucking sorry so i thought it'd be fun to end off the story end off oh my god I thought it would be fun to end off the pod with two story times. One of them being when I was the dumbest person alive, and the second when I saw a rat in my favorite restaurant. I'm going to start off with the dumbest person alive. This has to do with tuberculosis. And when I was in grade 11, I think it was, I had had a co-op at an old age home, and I had to get a tuberculosis test, so TB two-step. They inject in one arm... Then I have to go back in 48 hours, check again to see if there's a bump. If there's a bump, I have tuberculosis. If there is no bump, I have no tuberculosis. And then my other arm do the same process. So it's like a four or five day thing. I have to go into the office and it's really annoying. And I don't know why I thought this. And I feel like I've definitely heard this with other vaccines. That like when you get a vaccine, they're like injecting a part of it into your body. So that way you can like learn how to fight you off. So I took that and ran with it. I took that as, oh my god this nurse just gave me tuberculosis and i was not happy about it because right after i got tested for tb the first and second time i developed a really bad cough for like six seven months and it would not go away and ever since then i've had a semi-permanent cough like it's off and on of how bad it gets but it never really goes away and i'm like oh my god this gave me tuberculosis until literally this year when i asked my nurse friend asked a paramedic friend like do i have tuberculosis and they went no you're delusional i said i don't know i have a really bad cough i said it's not tuberculosis and i said we'll see so i went to my family doctor for another reason and then i basically was like i have tuberculosis and she went no you don't and i said okay test me oh she tested me and i don't believe i have any tuberculosis so she would have definitely called me by now at least i hope she would but yeah and i was really dumb about that because i it wasn't even like oh i thought that for like an hour like i thought that for years like who let me think i had tuberculosis for years please tell me who thought that would be okay and then the second story time is when 
there is a rat in my favorite restaurant so i think it was last weekend me and most of my friends went out to our favorite restaurant to watch the game i don't was it a game no to watch ufc and this rat we used to be friends with we hate him now because he's psychotic walked up to our table and was like hey man and i look at him and i'm looking at Haley beside me and i'm looking at him talking to him I'm like what the hell is going on here so me being me i was dramatic he started asking no like oh hey man how's it been what's going on no just giving like very one word response to the whatever and then i literally start laughing out loud i'm like is this guy for real are you being for real right now am i being punk like are you joking because i'm like how dare you come up to our table and then everyone was basically ignoring him and then ASC finally got sick of Noah's one-word answers because he walked away. And then all I said was if it was roles reversed, the girls would have got shit on for being quote-unquote fake. Hi, Caitlin from the future again. I just think I need to clarify on that a little bit more looking back on it now. I'm like, I was definitely very, very delusional in the way that I literally couldn't even keep a sentence like structure going. What I meant by that was that me and Haley gave Noah shit afterwards for talking oh so openly to this man that I like, walked up to the table that we all hate and we're like, you were too nice to him and like you shouldn't have even like had a conversation with him because last summer we all hated him. He did so many messed up things to our entire friend group. Like, why are you even talking to him? Like, we were semi-joking, semi-not um i don't really care no one's gonna do what he's gonna do it was just kind of funny because i knew that if it was roles reversed and that if a girl came up to the table that not our entire group didn't like and like any of the girls like me Haley, larissa tori any one of us started talking to her the way that like noah was and this is not hate to noah like not like that but just like in general if it was that way then when the girl walked away all the guys would have been like that was so fake of you girls for even talking to her because you we know you don't like her so i was just trying to be like double standards like jokingly like i don't really care that too much like that much but i was like joking like double standards roles reversed we would have got shit on but noah didn't i mean me and Haley did give him shit afterwards in a joking way but like you know what i meant i was that's what i was trying to say and then watch what i said next because that isn't what it said <laughs> but meanwhile you can sit there and let fucking what's his name make you a bracelet but you can't be there on time like how does that make sense it doesn't so i don't know all that just really pissed me off but whatever i got it because they're all talking shit about courtney kardashian for wanting to what the hell was i talking about oh my god i am so sleep deprived that i wasn't even focusing on what i was talking about we're talking about tuberculosis no, I was talking about Matt. I was talking about the rat. I don't know where the fuck Courtney Kardashian came from, but yeah. So everyone's kind of ignoring him because he's really weird and he did some really bad things. And I'm like laughing, but what the hell's going on here? And then he goes, "I don't want to interrupt you guys. So I'm just gonna walk away." I'm like, "Too late. Your presence already interrupted us enough." And I don't know. It's just overall very awkward. And I hate seeing him because it makes me feel very uncomfortable. But like, what am I gonna do? I can't avoid him forever as much as I'd like to. But yeah, those are my two story times. Hope you enjoyed them. I made an embarrassment myself for both of them. Only one was supposed to be truly embarrassing because all of a sudden I just thought of Courtney Kardashian and I don't know where the hell that came from. Or unless I'm so sleep deprived now that that did make sense and I just didn't even realize. I don't know. I guess we'll find out later when I film this. I'm like, what the hell was I saying? Why am I slurring my words? Any of the girls have done that with the guys. They've been called fake for being nice to the people around them and putting their blankets. Oh! I don't know why I said Kourtney Kardashian, but I do remember why I was thinking the way I was thinking with it. Because I do need a basket to go do laundry tomorrow. And I'm doing my bedding. Well, I'm really smart. I'm glad I pieced that together because I'm barely staying awake right now. I just want to finish the pots and I can go to bed. Yeah, so as you can see, even when I thought I got it and I finally understood what I was saying about why I thought about 
Kourtney Kardashian, I obviously still didn't because then I started talking about laundry and my laundry basket. So I don't know what the hell I was, like, what I was going through last night and how tired I was, but I just really went downhill through this entire pod, started off strong, ended off delusional. So I hope that brought you some entertainment, but I do apologize for just the way my mind just, my actual brain just checked out, like it clocked out. Enjoy the rest while you can. Thank you so much for watching. Lots of good things are coming, especially for the next few weeks. I have a really special guest next week, and I'm so excited. Um, thank you for giving me the support on YouTube, Spotify, RSS, TikTok, Instagram, everything. I really do appreciate it, cause all, and, but all this will be linked below. Um, and learn how my special guest is and what crazy shit I get into next Monday. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate all the love and support. And I really can be doing this without you. I love the little Wayne quote that's like, I wouldn't be shit without y'all. And I mean that. I'm not even shit right now because I have like, what's y'all? All my friends? Like, no, come on. BFFR. But I do just overall love the support I've gotten over from everyone. And it makes me feel like maybe I have some good coming in my life that doesn't include the church. If you know, you know. Okie dokie. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a good rest of your day. And all I have to say is bye for now. Love you guys so much. Thank you for watching.